Good evening, everyone. I don't know what intro that was, but no, it's a nice. It's it's a, it's a, but you know, well, that's the thing. You want to you want to perk everyone's interest. You sound so. like a, some sort of camp horror host. Really maybe that's what I was trying to go for. Let's see it as that's what I was doing. That's better than my intro last week when I had that really sore throat. So, and I was like, <laughs> so your voice, your voice was it didn't show up for the podcast. If you don't know what I'm talking about, check out the outtake at the end of last week's episode. It is, uh, yeah, something. It's something. So. It, uh, apparently, it's something. So and thanks again to Andrew for helping me out because that was a bit of a nightmare. To get through. But there we go. But here we go. Yes. yes, as you guessed it, we are back to yes. talk about the team, Derek and Peter, right here. Hi, hi. Uh, for all the new releases out uh, the 17th of October 2018 for all the time travelers. So, what are we kicking off with? Were you kicking off? I'll start us off with DC Comics. This week we have Aquaman, Batman, Cover, Damage, Green Lanterns, Harley Quinn. Injustice, Justice League, Justice League Dark, the first issue of Lucifer, the last issue of New Challengers, Nightwing, Pearl, Sideways, and Teen Titans. Quite a lot. That's quite a lot. What well, have you got? Well, I got, I've got tons. You know, I've got tons. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so I'm highlighting Daredevil, Suri, Thor, the Venom Manual, X Men Black, Mystique, and I'll be covering all other topics as well. Doing it. Good stuff. And then we'll have Image, uh, mm-hmm. Cemetery Beach. East of West, Exorcisters, Gideon Falls, oh. uh, Skyward, and what's that? MCM XXLV, which is 1970, 1975. 1975. 1975. I knew that. I knew that, you see. But the thing is, Rocky only goes up to five. So you can, it's <laughs> Rocky in 1975. But that's the thing, though. It's that Simpsons episode. <laughs> Bart's trapped in the zoo, and it's just like, okay, Roman numerals. I can't think. Oh, Rocky. <laughs> Three, four, five. So, yeah. So, uh, again, I'll be going over the highlights of that as well, and all other publishers. So, right, what are we reading out of that DC lot? From DC? Well, obviously, obviously, obviously. Obviously. Batman. That's been incredible. Oh, that's not obvious. I don't want to guess that. Well, after, I'm going to mention it. It's Again, Tom King does amazing, interesting, amazingly interesting things. With oh, the this is this is especially interesting. Oh, you've as read well. this one? That's okay. I've not read it. No, read I, it? I've oh, only okay. I, I had I accidentally flicked it open and oh, okay. I saw that the front cover said um, Mark Buckingham's on artwork. Yes. So, but that I don't know part of it. Yeah. I yeah, know. I don't know how much, but that's it's, like it's phenomenal. It's not as if I wasn't reading it anyway, but if I wasn't going to read it, that would make me. If anyone's not familiar with Mark Buckingham name, he is an industry legend and has worked on. Miracle Man, yes, uh, with Neil Gaiman Indeed. and uh, Fables. A little thing called Fables. A little thing, <laughs> a little series called Fables. He did. He didn't start it off, but he did more like you know ninety ninety nine percent of all of it. Yeah, you know, so uh, ninety nine point like ninety nine percent of all of it. That's like an Anchorman thing. Sixty yeah, percent of the time, he did, it works every time. But no, he did. He's obviously made his name on it, and mm. um, well, to a new generation of readers. And uh, yeah, has really put a stamp on it as well. And now he's back on Batman because he certainly is. Well, because he, he did Batman he before. Of it. I, I can't say too much without giving it away. Yeah, right. Okay. Tony, Tony Daniel also does um, some of the artwork in it as well. Yeah, really challenged some and... uh, Tony um, uh, Neil Adams artwork like he did with uh, yeah, Grant Morrison's artwork. It's some of the best stuff he's done. Uh, of late, I would say. But yeah, I'm really enjoying it. And of course, it's it's uh, the conclusion of the. The storyline involving the KG Beast. I like KG, to call him KG Beast, KG given his full Beast. name, not just Beast, KG Beast. Did not call him KG Beast during Snyder's run? I think it's at some point he was just reverted just to Beast, so I can't Beast. remember what that was in. No, but, yeah. it's a KG, KG Beast. That's it. Who <laughs> was interestingly enough in Batman vs. Superman. Yeah. So I'll not t- say any more, you'll have to watch and it to spot. 
And Jim Starling got more money for that than he got for Thanos appearing in Avengers. Go and figure. G- G- Gamora and yeah, yeah it's just baffling. Go figure. That's that's the that's the Warner Brothers DC rights situation. There you go. They've got that covered. Yeah, they look after people. You know. Uh, anyway, let this side down, Marvel. <laughs> that's another topic. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Obviously, this week as well, as I've alluded to, uh, Justice League's out. So, yes, that kicks off the whole Drowned Earth storyline. Mm-hmm. There's some tie-ins to that as well. This week, the Aquaman yeah. issue is a tie-in. I read Justice League first. Yeah. Huh? Don't read Aquaman before yeah, it. Aquaman's read... definitely a tie-in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Justice you, League's the main You know, just main to kind story. of, uh, aye, to get the full thing, read Justice League first if you're before you read anything else, just because, like, all the stuff happens in Justice League first. So if you yeah. read Aquaman first, then you're going to be like, what's going on here? Indeed. You've if been warned. If you're a fan of DC Comics history and old continuity, I urge you, urge you, to pick up Harley Quinn. Urge you. Uh, there is an old DC character called Captain Triumph who's been in the last few issues. Basically, in issue 50, spoilers, uh, Harley broke the DC universe. Uh, I should Who do. knew? I should do. It was like a wee mini-crisis all to herself. <laughs> Uh, I would read that. It's, it's DC's awesome. mini crisis. <laughs> it was it was so much fun. Uh, we don't really talk about Harley Quinn very often, but this is it was a really special issue, and Captain Triumph Triumph has kind of been kicking about since then. It's really good for old time DC continuity buffs like myself, like like yeah, uh, and also it's really good fun fish out of water storytelling. Uh, so if you enjoy that sort of story or just enjoy Harley in general, jump in. If you're not a big Harley fan but you like the old DC universe. Check it out anyway because I'm sure you'll find it really engaging. It's I, I thought it was great. I I, I don't read Harley it. either, but I did check out Fifty, and Fifty was a hit. Yeah, yeah. a hit, indeed. Uh, which so, we still have in stock as well, so you have not missed your chance to catch up. Uh, even if you check out Fifty, yeah, absolutely. Nightwing Fifty One continues on from the events that have happened recently in Nightwing and Batman. I really don't want to say any more. Oh boy! So Nightwing Fifty One, yes, it's it's. Uh, I, I don't yeah. know. Can we talk about it? Because it's like the covers up there and everything else, and it's kind of a although it's pretty drastic mm-hmm. so yeah I don't know yeah we'll maybe talk about next week because yeah, we'll, you, you'll have your chance then we'll, we'll give it a while I think just you know yeah just let, to let, let it sink in let people relax you know <laughs> and that's fine take a step back take a step back uh, yeah breathe <laughs> uh, but yeah so that's the highlights from DC is that all the highlights from DC that's, right. that's what I've got oh, okay yeah. uh, Daredevil to start off with uh, this is the first arc in the death of Daredevil is it death of Daredevil oh no yeah this is um, the stuff goes down so this is the Daredevil la- by the sounds of it Dead Daredevil no man no um, but yeah so I, I believe this is that, in fact no is, uh, this is Charles Soule uh, last um, Daredevil arc uh, he's still got Phil Noto on artwork, which yeah, is great. only a good thing. So mm-hmm. it's going to look gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, I can't really tell you much bar that. It's, uh, things are going to get serious. Yes. The light before the dark. I don't know. I don't know where it's going. We'll, f- we'll see. But it's all dark to Matt Murdock, isn't it? Yeah. That's that, that, Peter, don't do that. That's true. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> well, not according to that. Not according to the, the Batflick film. Can I still call Bat Flick? Yeah. Because you had really bad CGI that you could see, which... Well, it's, it's his radar vision. Radar vision. Sonar vision. No, sonar vision. Never mind. Anyway. I really like what Mark Wade did with his Daredevil run. You had, like, kind of a... It was outlines of things. You couldn't see the finer details, because obviously yeah. he is blind. But you could see it as a kind of a literally outline of things, and that wow. looked awesome. Uh, I think Paolo Rivera established that. Is he the Paolo or um, Marcus Martin? Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You stole the words out of my mouth. But, but no, no, it's fine. It's fine. I encourage it. <laughs> but, uh, but no, it was. Uh, we bring uh, you the knowledge, folks. Indeed, <laughs> and just in time for season three of Daredevil as well on Netflix. Dropping this Friday, is it? 
I, I think it's, it's imminent. I think it is imminent, <laughs> like Stuart's. It's it imminent. I, I have avoided it. No, I just know that uh, spoiler that bullseyes in it. There you go. But I don't know what he looks like. I don't know what he is. I heard a rumor a wee while ago, which I didn't like the sound of. But hopefully, it's not that. But um, bullseye. He's a right tosser. He is a complete tosser. <laughs> That's exactly what he does. He he's a heel, as those wrestling fans, <laughs> terminate wrestling fans, is an absolute heel. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I have absolutely no words for how excited I am for Daredevil coming back. Good. Um, but yes, uh, next is Suri, which is the wee sister of the Black Panther, and she is starring in her own series. Yay! Uh, not just as Black Panther, but as herself, because at one point she did fill in the role as Black Panther. What's, what's the Team that? Uh, the creative team on that is Nidi Okofaro. I'm really sorry about the okay, pronunciation. Okay. No, again. Uh, I, I didn't know. Uh, Leonardo Romero is on artwork as well, and he's really are. he's got really nice artwork as well. Uh, he did he did uh, most of the artwork for Wade's last arc on Captain America. If people are familiar with the name, it's quite cool how all the Black Panther sporting cast have really come before lately, especially after the movie. Oh no, hundred uh, percent. Yeah. So yeah, because they all were really interesting characters in their own rights, but they just really didn't have the presence before. But obviously with the movie, it's got a whole resurgence of interest. Even before the film, Marvel had been really kind of uh, landscaping a lot of the mythology Mm -hmm. for Wakanda and uh, Black Panther's kind of supporting cast. So yeah, if you're interested, if you liked her, she did steal the film uh, in the first Black Panther and what screen time she had in Infinity War as well. Yeah, that was great. You know, so if you want to find out a wee bit more, a more comics version anyway, Mm because like I say, she did fill in yeah. as the Black Panther as well you can check that out and Indeed. you can maybe get a wee bit of an idea of where Marvel might be going with her I'll say no more good stuff and then Thor issue 6 is the continuation of Old Man Thor mm-hmm. and his encounter with the Phoenix and if people still don't know who uh, future Phoenix is I'm not going to spoil it because <laughs> it's awesome but this front cover I may as well tell you, it's got all the Kirby monsters in it, so you've got a really scary looking Fin Fang Foom <laughs> and other characters as well, and Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom? But what's he doing there? Oh, it's very scary. Maybe he's uh, his taxi took him the wrong place. I I love this. <laughs> maybe could you imagine what to the far end of the future? Yes, <laughs> someone's been reading more, a lot of Hitchhiker's Guide there. This is the worst Uber ride ever. <laughs> this cost me a fortune as well. <laughs> it, it's on. If you're not reading it, I implore you to read it. It's and it's got Chris. It's still got Christian Ward artwork in it as well. And it's got an absolutely, as I said, a very scary looking Fin Fang Foom, courtesy of Isad Ribic. It all looks fantastic. If you're not reading it, then why not? Because it's da bomb, you um, And speaking of uh, Cosmic Matters, you've still got Infinity Wars going on, oh, but yes. this is the warped stuff. So if you were curious about what X-23 and the Scarlet Witch would look like, then look no further. Yes. <laughs> look no Weapon further. Weapon Hex merges the two. Weapon Hex. I've not read this yet, so I'm actually very curious. I, I, You're fucking three, don't you usually? I, I know, I know. Oh, I'm breaking my rules here just because I want. I, I know, but it's not. It's just big flex. Big, big flex. <laughs> big flex. I don't see everything there. Is that who plays Batman? Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then you've got uh, the Venom Manual. If people have seen that film and would like to read more comics, and here we go. We've got yes. more comics. So this is this is actually a really good one. Uh, the annual, it's uh, if anyone remembers the Batman episode, almost got him. Oh, it's kind of got cool. that framing device to it. Yes. I'll not go into great detail, obviously, but cool. it's kind of a reminiscent of that. And you have got a tour de force of creative talent. Indeed. So it's framed by Donny Cates and Kev Walker. I, I always have time for Kev Walker pencils, mm-hmm. always. 
Uh, and then you've got a story by David uh, Michelini mm-hmm. uh, and the Ron. The creator of Venom. Indeed, yeah. indeed. And uh, Ron Lim. Yeah. That's awesome. With Inks by Scott Hanna as well, so it looks lovely. Uh, Jeff Lovelace, uh, Ty Walker, and then James Stoko. Uh, and it's called uh, Unstoppable. James Stoke, seriously, anything, anything he draws is worth checking out because yeah. it's it's so hyper detailed, yet, yet cartoony. It's just so. It's very manga. It's it's incredibly manga. Yeah. but it's that like, you've got so much. Yeah, He's like an you say, amazing storyteller. And this one's like, yeah, you're in for a treat. Yeah, because it's awesome. So okay. I, and I'll not go into too much, but Unstoppable is his story title. Cool. So I'll say no more. I'll than mention that. me Marvel one as well. Oh, uh, you're stealing one of my Marvel stuff, yeah. right? Continue. What if? Marvel Comics went metal with Ghost Rider. I would, Marvel are trolling DC with the use of the word metal here. You think so? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> uh, you've basically got in the front cover of this Ghost Rider on top of his car playing a guitar. As you do. You do know, you think it's... comics are just going metal anyway? Because you've had Murder oh, yeah. Murder Falcon was all about that metal last week. You've got the new lieutenants of metal, <laughs> DC Metal. I blame that Grant Morrison. <laughs> Do you think so? See when he took over he- Heavy Metal magazine, everyone thought, hang on, there must be something to it. Uh, Gmo, he just inspires the kid. Like, he just invigorates it. So that's that's, it. that's just another example of it so as they, well. If you want some fun comics, check that one out because it looks like a riot. The what ifs have been awesome anyway, mm-hmm. but yeah, why wouldn't you? It's... I actually got a Rob- lot of time for Robbie Reyes as well. Yeah. I-, I wasn't really sure about whenever he was initially. Although I just noticed the parental advisory. Parental advisory will melt faces. <laughs> I've completely lost a train of thought there, but that, that's just because that caught me off guard there. I did not see that. That's uh, awesome. That's super. Excellent. So there you go, there folks. You go. And lastly, X-Men Black series, which is just a one-shot issue every week. Mm-hmm. And this week is Mystique. Cool. And that looks like a good one. I, I really have a lot of time for Mystique as an X-Men villain as well. None yeah, of your X-Men really. film where she's part of the X-Men the only time she's part of the X-Men is whenever she's there under... I, I don't undercover. Know, under, aye, undercover, yeah. or whenever she's literally just got a call around her. It's like, right, you, yeah, you're going to redeem yourself. And she's like, no, I'm not. <laughs> and it's like, ah, yeah. I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> and she does not, folks. She does not. Because okay. she's a badging. Is this the Coulter Crook X-Men or something? <laughs> I, don't I, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, she's just a bad egg. I don't care. She's okay. Never mind your Jennifer Lawrence nonsense. She's a bad egg. All right. She just doesn't, she doesn't know what she's told. She does. She plays it her own way. Let, let's let's calm Derek down by moving on to other publishers. I suppose. <laughs> Fine. Uh, yeah. Image. Cemetery Beach issue two. Warren Ellis. Uh, Madness. Uh, the, the return of East of West. Thirty nine. This is the this is the the end game. Uh, this is a popular scene. <laughs> so this is the last arc. So if you are not reading it, then you should be. Gideon Falls is back on its second arc now. Mm-hmm. Uh, although I will jump ahead and say that the collection is out this week as well. Yes. So you can read the first six issues in a nice wee paperback. And it's... then once you finish that, you've got issue seven. It's a really nice looking book as well. Uh, it's very scary. Yeah, it's good. Very scary. Yes. <laughs> uh, and uh, 1975 issue two as well, which is uh, Joe Casey just going bonkers. Mm-hmm. It's got nice wee seventies vibe to it, black exploitation vibe to it as well, and it's just yeah, it's awesome. It's a lot of fun and ninjas and ninjas <laughs> and ninjas. You spoil us, Joe Casey, and you really do, Joe, Joe Casey. <laughs> and he's the man behind that new lieutenant of metal as well, so you can thank him for the extra. Yeah, even more metal, even more, even more metal. metal. Gosh, yes, we're and... gonna need a bigger periodic table. <laughs> <laughs> Up here. <laughs> 
and Skyward Issue 7 as well, which has been very popular and very good. I really like uh, Skyward as well. Yes. And they were, as I've mentioned before in previous episodes, but then you'll know this anyway for the long-time listeners, they're trying to develop that into a TV series mm-hmm. or a film. I believe Sony are doing that as well. So that is all very exciting, and that is your roundup of the big three. Shall we move on to the smaller ones? Yeah, sure. What have you got there? Well, uh, from Boom. Boom. Shake the room. Shake, shake the room. You've got Black Badge, Matt yes. Kent. I love the premise of this. Yes, thank you. I was, I was, yeah, <laughs> I know. I was just struggling for words there, but yes, it is a lot of fun. If you don't know what it is, it basically it's uh, a Boy Scout troop yeah, who are aye. actually a black ops unit in, in disguise. <laughs> it's, it's insane. Bonkers. And a brilliant idea. And if that sounds like something you'd be into, and to be honest, who wouldn't be into that? Well, they did. Uh, they, he, he did Grass Kings with the same artist uh-huh. as well. So if you like that, then you'll, you'll love this as well. So it's still got that mm. kind of a very grounded yeah. vibe to the artwork as well. And Matt Kent knows how to tell a story. Oh, what a hook! That's uh, such a great idea. Oh, it's it's magic. Mm. <laughs> it's awesome. IDW, you've got Ghostbusters crossing over issue seven. You love your Ghostbusters. I love the Ghostbusters. Yes. Love them. And for the Transformers fans, you have got Optimus Prime issue twenty four. Do not let that go because it will sell out. You have been warned. Dark Horse, you have Black Hammer Age of Doom. Now, this one's a good one because it's got Rick uh, Tomasi on artwork filling in. So this one's going to be a bit off-key. But we're looking forward to that. That's going to be good. And just in time for that, (laughs) the new Call of Duty. (laughs) (laughs) You've got Call of Duty Zombies 2, issue 2. We still have the first issue as well, so you could pick that up because... Why else would you play Call of Duty? Other than to shoot zombies shoot in the zombies. face. Well, it's a bonus. Really. <laughs> it's a bonus as well. Uh, Neil Gaiman, American Gods, My Angel, Issue 7 as well. And also, we've got... Well, you've got one as well, actually, Peter. Yeah, the new Rivers of London uh, series, Action at a Distance, kicks off. It's a four-issue mini. So if you're a fan of Ben Aronovich's uh, Rivers of London, then that is definitely one for you. Wow, okay. So and we right. also have Tank Girl, Full Colour Classics, 1989 to nineteen. And that is the original Hewlett stuff as well. So yes. if you want to see that in colour, then now's your chance. Indeed. So that's very exciting. And that's that's all the comics. There we go. Shall we move on now to graphic novels and collected editions? Shan't we? Let's do this. Shan't we? Right. Yeah. Who's kicking off? Are you kicking off? Uh, you've got a bigger pile than me, I think, so you should kick off. I always seem to have a bigger pile. I don't mean to either. I'm just very... Greed, Derek. I, I know it's greed. That's because <laughs> I, I, I like it. I like a bit of everything. <laughs> I'm the worst at restaurants. Shall we do your jingle? Our jingle? Yes. Yeah, you know what's coming. Okay. It's the epic collection of the week. Who, yeah. Do you sing it yeah. whenever I'm not here? Uh, I did it one time, I think. Did it work? Uh, it works as well as your stuff. That that makes my heart. That makes my heart glad. <laughs> this one is a. Beauts. Mm. This one here is volume one of Doctor Strange. Yes, that's right. It is the Lee and Ditko stuff. Yep. Um he's yeah, if you Back when he's just like a creepy old man, kind of John Constantine kind of character. Yeah, he's into alternate dimensions. You see the comics, he is an absolute tool. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh but before he became strange, he's still a bit kind of a like he's very lofty. But see, back then, he was just like, he wouldn't do surgeries without, you know, some dollar dollar behind it. He was just a bit, he was just a twat. Uh, and yeah, but anyway, so you get to see him fully become the, like, Doctor Strange, the Sorcerer Supreme. It's awesome. Like, imagination, epic scope, cosmic, just cross references. It's, it's got everything. It is amazing. If you've missed the omnibus, then this is your chance here to grab it. So 
yes, if you want to start from the very beginning, then this is the one for you. It is awesome. Good to get. And not to be left out, another epic collection, a twofer. Although oh. n- not just uh, this one's outside of the main MC, MCU. I was going to say MC, oh, MCU. Just <laughs> MU. M- just the Marvel Universe. Good grief. <laughs> Those films. <laughs> I had to keep calling the Infinity Gem Stones. It's very irritating. I think they've changed the stones now in the comics because, know, because they've become tarnished and they've become a bit damaged. Yeah, so but that's like... Shiny, so. But it's still the Universe 616 as well. And I'm not going to call it what they... Like, Earth Prime. Is it now? Now that it's been recreated in Secret Wars? It always it will still? be, Peter. Always will be. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not calling it that Earth, Earth Prime because DC's got Earth Prime. So that's just, that's just confusing. <laughs> but anyway, yes. Uh, Star Wars The New Republic Volume 4. Now, this one... I don't really mention the Star Wars ones because I don't. I, I just I missed all the Dark Horse stuff back in the day. Uh, but this one is very notable because it has Terry Dodson and Kevin Nolan on one of the miniseries in it as well, and it's the artwork looks absolutely incredible. So I am going to read this, which is good for everyone. Good, yes. No, seriously though, it looks awesome, and I'm at, it's. I'm trying to figure when it's set as well, but it, it looks great anyway, so I would definitely give it a wee check out for Star Wars Completists. Mm-hmm. Right, there I've talked go. enough, you, talk, you talk now. Uh, the second volume of Batman The Dark Knight Detective is out, this is fantastic, Ooh. I love this stuff. It's got a very nice Magnolia cover as well. It does indeed, yes, uh, it reprints the early work by John Wagner and Alan Grant on Batman, including, well, mostly with Norbury Fogel as the artist, who passed away recently, sadly. Yeah. Um, but if you want to check out how good he was, there's no better place to start, to be honest. Uh, this introduces the classic villain, the uh, ventriloquist. You've got the rat catcher in here as well. These are all great, creepy stories. They started off uh, Wagner and Grant writing together on it, and then John Wagner left and concentrated more on 2000 AD, and Alan Grant just wrote Batman for, what, about a decade or so? Uh, yeah, <laughs> roughly, yeah. Pretty much. Uh, and this is the genesis of all this stuff, and it's got some great, great stories I, in here. I, I would hasten to add, though, like if you're after just pure Norm Brayfogle stuff, there is the two... Well, there's one volume in there. They're doing mm. a second one, thankfully, yeah. as well. And then I, 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 he was on it for a wee while as well, so I don't know if there'll be a third one. Yeah. I think there I'm probably sure. will be as well. But yeah, if you want just him. But this one, like the, the Cape Crusader and the Dark Knight, the Dark Detective or yeah. Dark Knight Detective, they oh. reprint them chronologically from about the Crisis era, so about 80, yeah. 86, 87. So the Max Allen Collins stuff. Well, the thing is, they, they skip out year one and year two, uh-huh. which is quite, well, not good, but it's like at the same time, if you want to read them, like they've yeah. got their own collection, this fills in the gaps in between them as well. So it is really good for completists like yep. myself. You've got Penguin in it as well, you've got Poison Ivy in it, you've got the classic an American Batman in London story, All right. which is great. It's so much fun. Some stories by Denny O'Neill in here as well and at the very back they've got pages from Who's Who Who's Who that was the old kind of guide to who was who in the DC I remember them I remember them fondly so you've got pages here on Alfred the Ventriloquist Ratcatcher and Poison Ivy oh boy so you know if you weren't familiar with any of those names that I said previously then you can find out all about them at the back of the book there you go it's a really really nice nicely presented book they're great and I think they're long overdue as well because it's like that that time period in between like what who doesn't want to read that and like you say like that's the like Ventriloquist is kind of a I wouldn't say A-list, but he's kind of a... He's, he's, he's t- shot t- up, yeah. Titters on the edge of kind of A-list. Mm-hmm. I'd say he's a solid B. Yep. Solid B. There we go. There we are. So yes, that's that's one from me. Okay. I've got another one here. If you like your manga, and you like your DC, uh, we've got the first volume of Batman and the Justice League. Ooh. This looks nuts. Uh, I'm just fucking through it just now. And it is 
basically a Justice League manga, and it's great. Awesome. Uh, well, you had that Batman manga, the, the Batman manga reprints from yeah, uh, from, from the, the, the previous couple of years as well. Yeah, uh, but, but this like is a really modern one, stuff. isn't it? This is modern manga, yeah. So it's great. Ooh. It's from Shiro Tishirogi. Check that out when you're in. Tremendous. Okay. okay, another one from me, and you've got X Men: The Magneto War. Yes, continuity fans. This is the one we've all been waiting on. Mm-hmm. What happens with Joseph? Who's Joseph, you might ask? Well, you should may as well just skip the next couple of minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Joseph, Joseph is a clone of uh, Magneto, but you didn't know that at the time mm-hmm. until obviously the real deal himself showed up. And he's like, here, I'm holding this world to ransom. And it is a big epic storyline. And it's not a only. Volume. It's a chunky volume, but that's because you've got a lot. Of, it's, it's full full of talent because you've got Alan Davis whenever he was both writing and uh, illustrating he was either X-Men or Uncanny X-Men uh-huh. I'll tell you in a second I think it was just is that about 1999-2000 yeah yeah roughly yeah, aye okay. aye so aye, he was on X-Men he yeah. illustrated the X-Men and then you've got an issue by Lee Weeks as oh, well crikey yeah right. and you've got uh, Andy Cooper in it as well, Lee Francis Yule in it, and it is chock full of oh, a very very early artwork from uh, at the time credited as Jimmy Chung, who would be wow. just Jim Chung. And wow. um, I don't know what happened to him afterwards. <laughs> uh, I don't know, just uh, like fading into obscurity. I am joking, of course. He is a big superstar artist who yes. is on Justice League now mm-hmm. uh, as well, and Brandon Peterson as well. So that's got everyone in this. That's outstanding. It's awesome value and so mm. much talent in it as well. Mm. And yeah, it's it's a great read if you're a fan of Magneto. And uh, this is a this is a kind of a game changer as well because uh, there's a development with Magneto and where he goes from there. This is just before Grant Morrison's. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I couldn't run remember if it was as before well. or just after, but then I saw the album. Uh, it's before. a couple yeah. of years before, well, yeah. a, a year or two before, but yeah. So this is like 99, 2000 or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that is a banger. That is well worth it. Super. And you've got volume five of Mage, the hero denied. Oh, denied. Denied. Book three. So this is... Matt Wagner's epic tale. Yeah, and this is the last one. This is the last in the trilogy. Well... This is the book. first part of the last. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so basically, you get two two paperbacks for each kind of a season, if you will. Yeah. Uh, so this is season three, and this is part one, just mm-hmm. like they used to do with C- like CSI. Yes. You can you can buy it. you can just buy a big box. Set. You have to get part one, part two, or part three. Indeed. Uh, so I never watched it, <laughs> but I, <laughs> I thought that was a, <laughs> I thought you'd all want to know that. <laughs> except for the Tarantino two-part that was really good but anyway yes The Mage I talk about it anytime it's out because it's excellent uh, Matt Wagner's artwork is always phenomenal in it and this is his baby so uh, you've still got the previous volumes as well either in two big hardbacks uh, like you say like uh, the first one and the second one or like the individual paperbacks as well so it is a hoot there you go. I've got a couple of quick hits now. Ooh. If you like those unwrapped comics, if you don't know what I mean by that, it's when you basically see just the clean art uh, on the reprint. Then yeah, without got, the colour and the, and the ink. Yep. You've got Suicide Squad by Jim Lee unwrapped out this week, written by Rob Williams, of course. And yes, the nice big hardcover of that is out. So if you're a fan of Jim Lee, that is what to get this week. Wowzers. Indeed. Green Arrow. We've got the first uh, deluxe edition of that, which is in hardback. Uh, so that's volume one that reprints the first twelve, well, first uh, eleven issues of Green Arrow and the Rebirth issues. So it's the first twelve issues of the Rebirth Green Arrow. Nice. So that's great. Deathstroke volume five is out. That's the Christopher Priest run. This is great stuff, and more people should read it. 
It's really good. I concur with that. Uh, yep. The first volume of Raven, Daughter of Darkness, is out this week as well. This has been such an interesting series. It's been really good. And it's, and it's Mark Wolfman that does it as well. And yeah. he, he created it in the first place. So and it's kind of a got that continuity as well. I've missed it. I've missed the first issue and we sold out of it. So I never got a chance to read That's it. It's so for you to jump on. It does indeed. There we go. It's selling it to me. Indeed. And Popman on art is fantastic. If you'd like to see He's a good Pop artist art. as yeah. well. So yes, that's uh, a few there to wet your whistle. Wow, okay. Well, I've got a couple of other ones. Well, you've got a pile there you're holding to yourself, but that's yeah, fine. Three. That's fine. I just did some quick hits there. Mm, so. Okay, fine. <laughs> uh, right, we've got, like I say, I have mentioned uh, Gideon Falls. So like I say, the first volume of that as well. Mm-hmm. The Black Barn. Oh. So there we go. And uh, Death or Glory. I choose... Glory. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, this is great stuff as well. It's I very... choose you, Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> it's very... It, it's, a, it's a big kind of a heist story without giving it away. Yeah. And Bengal does the artwork for it as well uh, with Rick Remender. So it is very... It's quite cartoony, mm-hmm. but the violence is quite violent. So, yeah. <laughs> so there's a scene with uh, a pepper in it. I'll say no more. There you go. A very hot pepper. Okay. Just to give you a bit more of a context on that as well. Action packed. Uh, sure. <laughs> no, it's great. It, I'm a big. I'm a bit biased. I really like recommender, so I usually highlight anything he's got going on that week as well. So I'm highlighting that. Uh, it's very. If you like your your crime stories, it is a crime story. It is a crime story. A crime heist story with a bit of a twist, and there's kind of a couple of wee twists in it as well. Then this is the one for you. What else you got? One of the Marvel Knights trades. Oh, that's fine. Oh, you're right. That's yeah, fine. You know, I've that's got fine. one and you've got one. Then that's, that's fine. fine. I thought you were going to talk about both of them. <laughs> that was no, fine. no, no. I want to talk about one. <laughs> yeah. Right, on you go. Uh, I've got the Daredevil Underboss one, which is by Bendis and Alex Maleev. That's the, the first arc. That's yeah. a dinger. It is great. And they these guys work together so well. It's it's ridiculous. It's very... And it, it was, they were on Daredevil for a long time. Quite we, yeah, yeah, yeah. A yeah. long time. Uh, Sixty issues. So I want to say, like that, yeah. yeah. So this is obviously it's their first arc, but it's Daredevil twenty six to thirty one of the nineteen ninety eight series that reprints, and it's it's sensational. It's um I don't say anything to give them too much away, but yes, it's all to do with crime bosses and and that sort of like. So yes, uh, Marvel Knights, Daredevil. Underboss. It's very grim and it, not. Gr- I don't want to say grim and gritty because that's got a bad kind of a, a tone to it, but it's very it's very street level. It's very. It feels like something. It feels like they're treating it as their own. That's what they said at the time. That was mm-hmm. the whole thing with the Marvel Knights stuff. They basically they gave them they gave like Joe Quesada and Jimmy. But the aye, they yeah. kind of like treat this as one of your own mm-hmm. creations, mm-hmm. one of your own characters, and they did. And you know, Bendis really left his mark on it as well. And this is kind of a, a really underrated one. Not this doesn't get talked about a lot, but um, yeah, this is an interesting one. This is basically Marvel Knights. Marvel Knights. Hey, it's their own series. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a team book. Uh, it kind of gets lost in the shuffle every now and again. But this is uh, like because it's the anniversary of the Marvel Knights. Why not do one of the Marvel Knights? Mm-hmm. And the team lineup is Daredevil, the Punisher, Shang Chi, Master of Kung Fu, uh, Black Widow, and Dagger of Cloak and Dagger. Yeah. Uh, a very interesting, very a very weird kind of a team. Uh, I've actually not had a chance to read it because, like I say, it always goes in and out of print. I was going to get the single issues, but then I saw this was coming out, so I didn't need to bother. Uh, and it's by Chuck Dixon, who does not do a lot of Marvel stuff, so mm-hmm. this is uh, significantly notable as well. And Clou- and Eduardo Barreto does artwork as well. Again, Indeed. not someone that does a lot of Marvel stuff. And Klaus Janssen on 
inks as well, so it does have that kind of very street vibe. I do know who they fight in the first arc, and it is definitely something that they are not, they're a bit outclassed on, so yeah. uh, tensions are high in it as well. Chuck Dickens a, 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 was a really good writer as well, mm. so, you know, this is one of them as well, a good example of it. If you enjoy the Netflix shows, this is definitely a trade for you. Yeah, no, definitely, yeah. yeah. And Shang-Chi, I've always, I, I'll always recommend mm. some with Shang-Chi in it. It's awesome. Yeah. Same with Dagger, well, Cloak and Dagger, there's just one half of it as well. Yeah. I can't remember where Dagger was at this point in continuity as well. You mean Cloak? Dagger, aye. Da- no, aye, Cloak, Dagger. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm, I'm, blah, 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 blah. It but has it, been a difficult to do. It, it has been, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know where Cloak is at this point in time, but, um, no, it's de- like I say, it's very interesting and yeah. it's very different and it's very street level, but obviously it's it's situations where the Avengers would be needed, but mm-hmm. they don't have the Avengers, so what are they going to do? You will find out. Indeed. My final volume is the first volume of, well, the adaptation of the second book of the Game of Thrones series. Oh, wow. Yes, so it's Clash of Kings, volume one. Now, don't go into this expecting the likenesses of the people on the telly. It's based more off the book, isn't it? Yeah. I believe. And they are, they're basically drawn uh, as the characters from the books, is how they're described. But it is, uh, it takes its exact same structure of the books, which is interesting because mm-hmm. every chapter is from a different person's point of view. Yeah. Uh, so yes, it's the first volume of the uh, second book. So yes, that's it. if you're a Thrones fan, or if you read the first series, then this is one for you. Yes, and Tyrion's hair stays blonde throughout. It doesn't become that kind of weird, dirty blonde as it does in later seasons as yes. well, and which it is to this point as well. There you go. It's kind of like do you remember? You really should wash it. You know? <laughs> do you think that's what it is? It's just that's pure it, just grime. Dirty. It's <laughs> wash your hair, Tyrion. Come on. <laughs> do you, do you, I don't know if you realise this, like see Thor, like Chris Hemsworth mm. in the first Thor film. His eyebrows are blonde, <laughs> exceptionally blonde. They okay. dyed his eyebrows blonde. Wow! For uh, obviously they changed that later on, so it's kind of the same fight. It just reminded me of that. But yeah, I'd I'd, I'd rewatched them a lot longer ago. I was Maybe like, again, it's coming into Midgard. So, you know, it's just, <laughs> just all the muck in Midgard. It's just like the amount of time Aww. spent in Midgard will change your eyebrows that's for it. all Asgardians. Well, that's that's happened to me. I'd, <laughs> And a quick mention as well, Lumberjanes, the Infernal Compass as well, for all you Lumberjane fans as well. And there's quite a fan base, so I thought I would not forget it as well, just to remind you of it as well. And I think that's that's a ton of graphics. That's lots of graphics. That's a lot of graphics. We are envious of all of you that are going to have to come in and read all of them. Indeed. <laughs> and you will have to read all of them. There'll be a quiz. Indeed. Shall we jump on to news? What news? There's, there's news. What news? Uh, first of all, let's talk about James Gunn. What about him? He is apparently signed up to write Suicide Squad Two. Is it? I think it, I think it literally just made official. Not that, not the other day, but the other day. Yeah. Uh, I think it has actually. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. I believe he will be writing it. I know Dave Bautista has expressed interest in appearing in it because guns involved. Oh, but he's Drax. Yeah. Although I'm, someone made, I think someone made a comment about it. it's like he could just be as Drax in it, but just stay perfectly still. <laughs> and I was like, I did, uh, as the kids say, lol at that. I do like uh, the idea. Well, I think he's. If you look at Guardians of the Galaxy, he has got a certain Suicide Squad team dynamic to it. Aye, you know, I, I, I know, I know what you mean. It, yeah, you know, yeah. Just, just bunch of misfits kind of. Oh, I don't know. Well, together to do a particular thing. Yeah, but the comics were about them being expendable as well. They were their original expendables before yeah, the expend the expendables true. became expendable. They're even more expendable because they had you know implants in them to blow off their hands or their necks. How many times do you think we can say expendable in the one kind of uh, conversation? Four. 
four. <laughs> I thought we went over four, but anyway. we're over four. <laughs> but yeah, so I, 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 I kind of, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Um, I think it's got the right tone, and it should be really interesting. The thing is, though, the first Suicide Squad was but kind of a subpar Guardians anyway. It tried. Yeah, it, you could see it was trying to mimic. Guardians. It was really, yeah, it was really trying. <laughs> and failed. Did try to do it on the nose as opposed to you know subtly. Yeah, like, <laughs> they weren't subtle about it at all. Yeah, um, and again, I think I think we talked about this before, and it kind of felt like a movie that was they just filmed tons of stuff for and chucked the script away, and then threw it at some music video editors. And, yeah, just and said, just just just. You know, finish off a movie for his chaps. That's... Yeah, I I just left it in the local Starbucks. He's like, could you, oh, by the way, could you yeah. cut that for me, please? And he's like, yeah, sure, no problem. Because it comes service in Starbucks. You know? So it's got a massive potential. So hopefully, uh, James Gunn will be the man that can just grab that and fix it. Well, I mean, not fix it, but you know, just <laughs> fix it, fix give it, us fix something it, fix it, fix it. good to watch, James. I presume that he would have at least have read the comics as well. Do you know what I mean? He is a bit of a fanboy, so yeah. I would hope that he would have at least read them. Uh, and if you're listening, James, read the Ostrander one. It's really he knows that, Peter. Don't insult him. <laughs> why, why else is he going to read? Do you know what I mean? The Ostrander. That's, that's what you need. Hi, the Ostrander one. You know. um, so, yes, that's, that's good news. That is good news. Have you seen um, the pictures that have come off of the Arrow set of uh, Ruby Rose in her Batwoman costume? Yeah, but I've also got a retort for that as well. So have you? Yeah. Oh. Have you not seen it? No. No. It's the three of them, like Flash and Green Arrow and Superman in the middle. Oh right, okay. And his black and a black costume. And a black costume. Yeah, that black costume from the Death of Superman or Return of Superman. I should. Has say. he got a mullet? Thankfully not. No, <laughs> no. I because that kind of comes with the black costume. These no, days. it doesn't. Well, for those days. I no, say. it doesn't. It doesn't need to. Interesting. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. Uh, okay. I think they're just about to re- reveal the <laughs> the poster for it fairly soon mm-hmm. as well, so that's very exciting. But yeah, I think the the Batwoman costumes. But yeah, I, I get that's back into point. Yeah, that's not totally, on. not hundred percent. So it's and it it's kind of a... like JG Jones has drawn it. You know, sorry, yeah. sorry J H Rogan. It's not JG Jones. JG Jones can draw it if he likes. Um, I'd like but... to see that <laughs> if you listen, JG. I'll, I'll, I'll read that. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it just looks fantastic. I'm looking forward to it, yeah. and, and it's, it's such a good idea, like introducing or doing that, because most people just check out the crossover anyway. Yeah, true. Well, obviously the people watch it mm-hmm. like, as they come out anyway, but there, there seems to like like everyone just kind of ignites for that that crossover because they, they really go for it. So mm-hmm. yeah, if, why not introduce or doing that? And it's going to be again a hoot. Another news: Halloween Comic Fest is coming up. Woohoo! Woo-hoo. So it's the final Saturday of October. Pop out to your local Fridden Planet and you can get a ton of goodies. Yes, there'll be a fine selection from every uh, publisher as well. DC, Marvel, Image, Dark Horse, all the smaller publishers as well. So there'll be a feast for all ages, you know, for some for adults as well, you know, because it is Halloween. There are going to be some scary Indeed. stuff there. So, yeah, but well, don't worry. We'll, we'll not lead you straight. We'll That's point it. you in the right direction. So check out the social medias of your local stores for more information on what your store's doing. Yay. Yay. I think that's that for the news. That's mostly it. Wowzers. Shall we wind up? Let's wind take up. Take this bad boy home. Let's take this bad boy home. <laughs> Our podcast is available on SoundCloud. Uh, Stitcher is on. It's on everything. It's on everything. Exactly. It's on it's everything. On everything. It's on so, so go have a look. It's yep, there. Indeed. Go do your homework. <laughs> Not doing it for you. And we've done tons, tons of bonus episodes lately. If you are a fan of Doctor Who, as, as you might have heard, I am. Uh, <laughs> I am too. See? Yeah, we've done a big ton of uh, specials recently, uh, focusing on our favourite episodes of each Doctor, leading up to... Jodie Whittaker, the 13th Doctor's first appearance. So they're all available there in the feeds. Go back, have a listen, see if you agree, see if you disagree. Mm-hmm. If you disagree, you are wrong. 
Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> that's not true. Uh, there we go. <laughs> you're, you're entitled to your own opinion. Yes. However wrong it may be. Oh now. lord! And also, <laughs> you'll ha- you'll find a part one of a Spider-Man podcast. Yes. Which I don't worry, I've not forgotten it. Obviously, we've we've lost Emma now. <laughs> 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 Emma's lost in the negative zone. We can't find. Where did we last have her? Where was she? I know. <laughs> we miss you, Emma. If you're listening, she's not listening. Oh, she might be listening. Okay. You never know. Thanks, Emma, for listening. Thanks for listening. Okay. <laughs> but yes, don't worry. I'm there is a part two coming. Good. I, I, yeah, don't worry, it's coming. So we'll talk about that because there is uh, pictures online as well about various things involving that particular character mm. for a particular motion picture that may be coming out fairly soon. Oh, um, that we may talk about in the future. Oh, indeedy. Yes. Indeedy. Yeah. Uh, so, don't, yes, don't worry. Part two is coming sooner rather than later. Good. <laughs> so, there you go. And I think that's it. Yeah. If that's you have it. any questions, you you know, go to the social medias. Instagram, Facebook, the Twitter, Weird. and messages. Just and we'll... ask for Peter or Derek at Forbidden Planet Glasgow. And that's, you know, that's Yes. Fine. And where's your questions at, folks? Yeah. Where are these questions? I'd like, surely. I've you... many lately. No. I know we haven't. Like, come on. There must be something you need to ask us. Anything. What's my favourite colour? Tell me what I got wrong about Doctor. Yes. You know, uh, what should we be talking about? Yes. Uh, is there anything you disagree with? Anything you do agree with? I uh, like. Do you miss Joseph from the X Men? Uh, Who doesn't? <laughs> I don't. I miss him all the time. Do you miss Maro? Uh, I miss. Mag- I could Mag- say that. I couldn't finish that sentence. No one misses. Ma- no one misses Maggot. No one. Uh, Ma- exactly. If you've got questions about that, like, what's he talking Mrs. about? Mrs. Maggot sounds like a uh, you know a Discord character. Mrs. Maggot. <laughs> Mrs. Maggot. Oh, Mrs. Maggot. I'm working on food at this work. I, oh, yeah. I, I haven't finished. I've not really finished it yet. Colour of magic. Indeed. Uh, more about that possibly next time or never. I don't know. On, on that bombshell. That uh, bomb- I, I've been Peter. I've been Derek. And we'll catch you next time. Indeed. Okay. So enjoy everything that comes out. Yes. Yeah. Alright. Bye-bye. So, bye bye. Bye.